Shut up and sit down. This is the Muscle and the Hustle Podcast. Yo, yo, welcome back to another Muscle and Hustle Podcast. Tony's still in Dubai, I'm still in Belfast. He's probably sitting at, I don't know, 20, 30 degrees. We're at minus three or four at the minute. Snow. Snowing in there, yeah. Snow. And, on your nose. Ah, uh, snow in my nose, I wish. Fucking Colombian <laughs> snow. <laughs> I put that snap up today of the, the bloody the bloody nose and three people wrote to me going, You must have been on the glue last night. Uh if anybody ever seen Tony Three in those videos when he's pushing out his last few reps, I think they know why your nose is bleeding because you fucking the ugly You forget the breathe and it's, it's it's that that fucking like you're squeezing out the biggest shite in the world face. What do you think of the cut? What do you uh, think of the I know uh, we'll address it. We'll do you want to address it now? I brought it up. Did you like? The, I'm going for the it's, John Cena look again. No, you weren't going for that look. That's the look that was given to you by a by a nice man, a nice barber. Um, it's the shortest I've ever seen it on top. I got it shaved completely but off the, two the, years ago. The sides are no. the sides are faded. They're nice. It's a tight mm-hmm. cut. Short, yeah, it's a t- fresh one. The top's a bit short now. Now the top is short, but that's not as bad as two years ago. I got a wee bit of a bender and got a three all over, or two all over. Uh, no joke my head is way it's not even square it comes out of the top like a light bulb it was ridiculous and no well I just went in and I told him Mickey when he was cutting my hair he goes uh, up top and I goes yeah like only take short bit off and I think he thinks I meant only short bit left yeah so he just fucking rinsed me and now I've, I'm just laughing because I'm literally calling it the thirsting cut because it's literally it like is. that it's, it's just not left I was like and the boys goes what did you go in and ask for a fucking Mike Thurston <laughs> you train the same gym as him <laughs> no yeah no but I was just like we put that up on Instagram today and tag him and he actually starts like iron tagging and goes uh, the fucking Thurston cut or something and he just replied like la- like laugh my ass up on a load of laughy faces because it literally looks like I went in and goes give me this picture you know when people, uh, you know people show the barbers pictures of who they want to look like haven't got the plugs and, and all done too yeah well, I remember one of my mates I'll not mention him but I remember him showing the barber and I remember the barber telling me and he brought in a picture of Zac Efron and this boy's <laughs> ginger and he goes I want to look like this and the barber goes fuck son you need plastic surgery <laughs> Oh, that's always a weird one when they ask you, you know. But then it does help if you're trying to describe a haircut to a barber that is yes, not on yes. the same wavelength as you, or you're yeah, doing a real shit funny. job at describing it. But it's certain hair looks that like look good on certain people, and Joe, like I, I don't know if I really suit. Like it's not brutal. It's it's just not great. No, there's not. It's just short. It's just your normal haircut, kind of just shorter. Yeah, that's a good description. You got a bit of a mop in the go. When's that getting trimmed? There's no barbers open. I'll cut it for you when I'm back home now in a week or so. I know the mop's getting a bit out of control. I, don't know, know. I would cut that fuck's sake. I don't know what DIYs from myself. Uh the other day. Just took a bit of the bit of the weight out of the head, you know? My God. I, I can imagine <laughs> you doing it with a fucking butter knife. No, no, I am I'm pretty good at it now to be honest. I have right, got a I've doesn't, got, doesn't look it. I've got a way that it I've got a way that I just take wee bits at a time and then you can't really fuck it up that much. What are you drinking? 
hey, you're you're drinking alcohol lately? No, I'm not. I seen it. We noticed that. I think I've had. It's been two full weeks here, and I've had three drinks. Well, there we go. Three days of drinking. No, three drinks all in. Maybe four max. But I've had, yeah, maybe one each each club we've been in. That's about it. So you've and had four is- four drinks max, and then uh, my name McDonald's. My God, disgraceful amounts. The wheels, the, the, the wheels are coming off. Twenty Michaelies. Going to Shake Shack now. I'm sick of Mickey D's. Had too much of it. I'm Shit. having a lemon and mint, uh, like laminator or something. It's weird as fuck. Refreshing. Anyway, right topics. We were gonna. Do you want to do topics or do you want to talk about this? We'll go topic. We'll go travel them. We'll we'll right. We'll we we don't really have a topic. Me and Mickey were just talking. We've been back and forth there now, and before we came on, we thought we'd go over the idea of like traveling places we've been that we recommend just even experiences we've done that have been really really good and like i i don't know what's the worst if you had to pick maybe one or two places or experiences let's go places first places where do you think is is is, is a place you would definitely recommend if you're listening this has to be in the hit list Look. oh well without a doubt australia i think australia um well i the only place i spent a large amount of time was sydney so right. it's the only place I can really like tell you the ins and outs, the goods, the bads. I can I can tell you what it's like to live there. I can tell you what it's like to work there. I can tell you what it's like the holiday there. So I've got the whole. I've got the whole. Not just you know if you go to Bali, can I live there? Sort of feeling. But Sydney for me is I think it's a it's a spot that. I think I just in general Australia. I think people. I know it's stereotypical, but I think people should, at some stage, try to get to Australia. Yeah, well, I was supposed to go there before New Year. And yeah, sure. Yeah, I think it's yeah. definitely anywhere else come to mind. Well, of course, America. America. What part of America? Yeah, name it: New York, Florida, L.A., Vegas, Texas. Texas uh, is good. Texas, unbelievable. I imagine if you were if you weren't white you, you'd fucking it'd be an, an issue down there still is it it's, not no uh, it's tight stereotypical no no well I don't know I, Texas Texas isn't one thing but much. I don't know if this was like the the culture boy of me but when we went to Texas I was expecting a lot more cowboys a lot yeah, more cowboys and a lot less rappers and it was the opposite a lot of rappers a lot of, a lot of rappers giving you the CDs you know and you know that sort of thing. You get you get that in New York a lot. You get that in Vegas, and there was so many of that there. And this was in this was in Nashville, like so. Yeah. yeah. And then would you say there's would would there be a third place maybe you'd recommend, or are you gonna stick with two? Or um, I see. I don't know. I've been that many. That just kind of every everything's different in different ways. Like you know, you've got your holiday places. You've got your Southeast Asia's. You know, you're you're DJ making us, haven't you? Uh, no, that was July. June, I'm sure it was cancelled. Oh the, right, right, right. The three, but I've I've been to I've been to Mykonos. What was your verdict on that? Unbelievable, but very very nice. But then, like I don't know. See when you're there and you're 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 in the like you, to, to be honest, you're not sober. You know how you're not sober the whole time you're there. You know you're just partying. You're going at it. You're going at it. How do you kind of? Well, not me. No, not you, but. Like when I was there, I couldn't fucking. If I oh. went to Mykonos now, I could not show you one place that I would remember. Really, you know, would go always there. I was this place, but you know, you don't really kind of. You're just in a like the first few years when I went to Ibiza. You're in that wee bubble of a blur. 
Where well, someone that's goes, not my sort of at all. I someone yeah. goes, what's what? Like it's just a typical lads holiday. What's you no? Know, what's your favorite part of it? And you're like, oh well, I was only in these seven places. <laughs> yeah. But so yeah, making us for me is very different than that, look. Yeah, well, Santorini for me would have been a bit different. I think that's a very similar vibe, though, Joe. You know? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The Greek, Greeks, Greek vibes a lot different. Dubai would be up there for me. Um, yeah, Dubai is very good actually. I think it's just it's one of them places where it ticks loads of boxes. Yeah, there's there's so much to do. There's so much going on. Like, it's definitely a place I'm going to live for some time period of my life. Now, I'm not saying years, but I mean for maybe two months or three months come the end of this year, I'm definitely going to move back out. And there's definitely a lot to see and a lot to do. Yeah. Uh, what about you? Where would you say you, you're you're a big fan of Thailand, weren't you? I only was in Thailand for three days. I'm a big fan. Oh yes, yes. Sorry, I know you're Vietnam. Oh, Vietnam. I'm a big fan I, of. Southeast Asia. Yeah, like if there's one experience of doing something that I thought was very like, like whoa, it was definitely the high van pass. I don't know if anybody watches Top Gear, but they do it in like cars and Top Gear scooters. I'm not too sure, but we done it in mopeds, like and they ship your bag from like one hostel to the next, and you drive for it. And like, fair enough, one of our boy, one of the boys, when we got lost for like six hours, it was a bit of a sham for him. I'm sure he didn't really enjoy that. Let's spend a bit of the mountain looking so, but. We spun about on it, and like there's you stop at these like springs in the way, like on certain sides of it and all. And like, what's the best way to put it? It's like slides that are made out of rocks, like they're made by the water, and you can actually slide down the springs and the rocks, and it doesn't hurt you. It's like, ah, uh, yeah, like it's, it's like so strange. Yeah, it's like a kind of marble rock. It's like real, and like as you, yeah, yeah, as you're walking up yeah. the rocks, like there's people living like on the sides of the of the river, like in wee small huts, and their, their yeah. clothes are hanging over and all. And then there's different wee things like Joe. Even like I have a photo on my Instagram, my shirt, and it's like a picture of me overlooking it, and it just looks fake. It's just such a surreal like experience. A, like an Instagram picture of you looking in the distance, pondering life. Yeah, I just loved it because yeah, I was pure motivational, pure. <laughs> I was terrible. What did you write underneath it? I actually think I just wrote high van pass. I didn't write, you know, you're, I fucking hate this quote and I'm definitely going to get stick for this. Your superpowers that no one is you or something. Fuck off. <laughs> Fuck off. Don't put that in your, like I, the amount, I click on people's Instagram bios and I see that all the time. It's like me whenever, it's definitely like when people click on mine, they go and they read online coach and they go, wanker. That's, that's exactly what people I, think. I was wondering when you're going to drop the wee red pin in your bio and write Dubai. Were you? Because I've left the country for the first time in night. <laughs> <laughs> I should change it back. And whenever I arrive home, I'll change it back to mum's house. I'm mum's house. Back living with parents. Uh, yeah, you never see people do that. They go to Ireland. Uh, <laughs> no, even just like we went to like, we stay like real rural in like Vietnam. Like I yeah. remember we got like uh, an eight or six. It was like eight or sixteen bed. It was either eight or sixteen. I know that sounds sort of, but like an, maybe an eight bedroom hostel between four of us, like a full floor, and it cost us a pound each. Like yeah, it was mad how cheap some of the stuff was. It was outrageous. About five six years ago, and like I remember stopping in the high van pass and asking for the toilet, like, and some woman brought me in and it was like there. And it was just a hole in the ground where everybody was taking shits. So, <laughs> like it was, it was so mad. It was just. Now, I'm not saying always before everybody went to earth, but it just seemed to be like we were going to villages and like you go into the coffee shops and like, or where people were, and like they, they could not speak a lick. Yeah. So, like, you, there was no, like, oh, where's the toilet? They just looked at you blankly. And it was such a cool experience. And I, I loved it for that. I would say, apart from Vietnam, the place that I always recommend people go, and it's always the first that comes to mind after that, is is Iceland because it's such a different holiday. Yeah, like, yeah. You go away for the sun, and Iceland, you go away for the snow, and like 
the heat in the pools and stuff. It's yeah. it's such a cool. Have you ever been? No, no, no. It, I, I honestly think it's like such a cool yeah. vibe. Like, it's just so different. Yeah, it's such a spot. Like yeah, it's somewhere it's definitely it's it's Quite one dear, of them. though. Yeah. Oh fuck, I yeah. Scandinavia yeah, in general. Scandinavia in general. I, I couldn't. Think. Like I went like maybe three. I remember I brought Hillary for her twenty first and like. I didn't have two fucking pounds to rub together hangers and find you. And I remember us going into places. It was like whenever we went to making us, like, and I remember she used to order like a glass of orange juice. And I'd be like, fuck, I hope she doesn't order another because that was five fucking quid and I'm skinty or uh, so, And like in, in Iceland, I remember being like, fuck, well, we just go to the supermarket and make sandwiches because this is fucking ludicrous. That's uh, how broke I was at the time when we went. But it's just funny because now it's not that outrageous. It's just the fact that I was absolutely skint. But like you're talking like, you're talking maybe like eight pound a pint. Oh yeah, is, yeah, yeah. Which is fair enough. Isn't maybe mad for like doubling price and stuff. But whenever you're used to like three pound, yeah, there's a very big difference if you're if you're. But it's definitely one of the things where if you went away for three or four days, you rented a car. It's it's a real good experience. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. I and, and Scandinavia in general, I think. You know, Denmark, mm. Sweden. There's loads. It's, it's more than like a city break. It's more than uh It's more than just a normal trip. The one of the yeah. cities that pops out to me, and I, I was never as fucking like blown away by a city before, was Budapest. Did you like it? Fuck! It was unbelievable city. I've been there. Yes, I mean, I do like it. Um, like I was never expecting it like that. I was expecting it to be really rough and ready. You know, a bit. Like I've been to Krakow, I've been to Prague, I've been to Re- Prague on steroids. What? Like it, it, uh, like Prague, but Prague was on steroids. Prague's <laughs> really kind of, they're all seedy. All them European cities are very seedy, but I never got that uh, about about yeah. Budapest. Like I, I always just fu- no fuck. Don't worry, there was plenty of luck in Budapest. <laughs> <laughs> but it was uh fuck. It was a phenomenal city, and I always said I'll be back, and. Just like one of those things, you're like, fuck lads, we're definitely going back next year. Everybody's same thing. Buzzing going on the plane, buzzing coming home, That's cool. going back. But then shit gets in the way and you never you never do stuff. But it was one I city like that, that that fucking just you know, you always Is get them in particular. Just everything in general. Everybody was just fucking so cool. And then I think because the reason we were there was it was it was my stag day for the wedding that never happened. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck. And then we were we got the airport uh and we were fucking hammered drinking, just got on the plane hammer and drink and the girl in the airplane the where you hear this here, the air host in the airplane, she was like a fucking just a middle aged woman, like a wee mummy. She said, No lads, I can't be serving you any more drink. And I were like we were like, Alright, that's no problem. Like we were down at the we were down at the bar we were waiting to get into the bathroom or someone at the back and she goes oh he's on a stag do and we all bust out laughing she's like what's so funny and one of the boys told her the story and she was like no nah, that's not true and then I said no it is true and she felt bad and then she was like right lads grab loads of drinks there bring them down to your t- seat <laughs> oh wait did you just play the heartbreak card is it no like- one of the boys told the story we all laughed and she was like oh no seriously and I was like no no he's dead right and she was like oh my god oh you do really need drinks here take these lads <laughs> that's excellent I must use that if that ever happened but then me. when we were there Ireland beat New Zealand in the rugby as well so that just sent the Saturday into fucking overtime because like Ireland was never meant to beat New Zealand <laughs> And it was yeah. just we were watching it in an Irish bar, as you do, because it's the only place that was showing rugby in fucking Budapest, and it just it just sent the whole night into fucking just complete a wall. Um, Joe, 
I know what you're talking about with that blown away experience. That happened me in Athens. Yeah. I uh, you were saying, going, yeah. this will be okay. And Athens was so clean. The food, the drink, the people, the the, the culture. I know it sounds odd, but it's a very strange, like all the, it looks like, did you Hercules? Yeah. It looks like that, like, but it's all, like loads of it's toppled and shit because it's fucking their lifetime. But it was just one of them things where I was like, I went and I was like, oh, this is just a pet stop for a couple of days before making us. Yeah. And I was actually like, Fuck! This is really probably one of the only capitals where I would go back. Do you know what? I know that sounds Richie, but do you know what? When you go to a capital, sometimes you're like, as you said, it's seedy or it's dirty or people just don't have time for you. Yeah. Oh yeah. Do you know what? Like when you go to London. Yeah. London, New York, they're too busy. They're busy with life. New York's so busy. You feel like it. It would give you anxiety. Yeah. 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 Often it's giving me a real, real good vibe with that. I know what you mean. That stag thing is fucking hilarious. (laughs) I I know. On this next stag. Huh? I must go on your next time. Uh, you can go on the next. Should we hear you can pretend another one? Three. <laughs> there, could, uh, there, could, there could be a few at this stage. Um, <laughs> was there ever a place you went and like a, you might have been with people and they were like, this is so good and you're just like, this is a heap of shite. This place is fucking terrible. Oh, where, where came to your mind? I'm going to have a think here. Oh, I have a few. I have a few Bangkok places. Bangkok was a wee bit like that. Like, don't get me wrong, it was a really nice experience. But by fuck, it's a dirty hole. Like, ping pong shows and stuff are good crack to go watch. Were you catching like, the balls in your mouth? No, it was <laughs> like she shot a banana. One of the boys that shot up something. Like one of the boys shot up, and she literally put in a banana like it was a fucking rocket launcher and shot it across the room. It wasn't wise, but it's like one of the things where I was like, oh, I actually don't want to be here because it feels like I could end up in slavery or something. In where? Bangkok? Bangkok, yeah. Bring the ping pong big white nose. man. Big white man. Usually as a fucking Thai kickboxing bag. I was going to say, or sex slave. Oh, uh, well, that could happen too. Or maybe like a, yeah, like a circus. Yeah. Actor you know where I thought was an absolute shithole? Brussels. <laughs> I'm in the Brussels. Fucking, that's I'm a boring kip, hey? Was it? Oh, shite. Who'd you go with? The girl was meant to be at the other end of the yeah. stag, do? Do you think? Do you, do you not think though the people you go with has a very big no no also a big factor in the place? I think, I think she she was in the same boat as me that it was a just incredibly boring, very business orientated city. Couple of cool wee bars, couple of cool wee like touristy things, but all in all, you just. I don't know. I think Bel- I think Belgian <laughs> people in general just may maybe lacking in a bit of fun and character. But a spunk, like but yeah. a spunk. Like take away Belgian waffles away from them, and what what have you got, like? No spunk. I must get over there and give them. No, the big deal for them. This is a weird thing. The big deal for them is French fries or frites. Oh, what? Like the, that's their. You know, their wee shops that just sell chips, and you're just like, fuck's sake, lads. That's a waffle shop, chip shop, waffle chip shop. Think outside the box here, fucking. But. <laughs> Not good. I just thought it was a. I, I, nah, I'd never go back there again. Um, is there anywhere in Ireland? Because obviously, I know a lot of our listeners are obviously not from Ireland. Well. Yeah. Is there anywhere in Ireland or North that you would go? That's taking my breath away, or that's mad, nah. or nah? West Corks, cool. <laughs> West Corks, cool. Nah, shithole. West Corks, or right. no? West Cork is cool. Um, Dublin, Dublin's a deadly city. Fucking Dublin's hard to beat. Um. That's see the thing about Ireland is I don't know I it just it's so fucking it's just so interchangeable once 
once things start going good, then like you could go to a town one year and then you go back the next year and it's all fucking changed and places went out of business and fucking. I think the North Coast is quite cool. I haven't spent enough time around it. I think that's one place that for you that isn't actually that far. That that's probably why maybe you haven't went to. But like spend a weekend floating between like Port Rush. You can even go to Donegal to an extent, but yeah. Port Rush and then there's all the Game of Thrones things. There's most of the Intab. There's the next ah, you see, I'm not a virgin, so I won't be going to the Dark Edges. Why? Why what's wrong with going to the Dark Edges? Like the big man's been there. Like, I know. I know you've been there. And did you, did you mint picture and all? Uh, you know, <laughs> oh no, I know. I, oh, it's it's nice things to see. Donegal's a class spot, but yes. it's the people it's the people you bring with you and the people you meet there. I think about Donegal. Like Donegal people are class people. Like it doesn't matter where you go in the world. If you go anywhere, if it's Sydney or New York or Vegas, see when you jump bounce in with Donegal boys, they're the fucking best crack you'll ever have. Because yeah. they just they they want to make memory, they wanna be they wanna have fun. Even the even the boys from Dublin are a good crack away. But West Corks Definitely, uh, definitely good. But the, the Ring of Kerry is pretty good too. Down by Dingle, Ring of very good. Down by Dingle. People say Kilkenny is a great spot. I've been to Kilkenny. I've done the Ring of Kerry. The Ring of Kerry is great. It's really good. And like Dingle is great too. But like, it's one of these things where like you have to be going away for like well, for me like it is a real. I know it sounds odd. It's exactly what you expect. It's real Irish vibe. Like Joe, yeah, yeah. Pop, I mean, which is completely what you're you're there for. And I really do like it. It's like authentic or something. Yeah. So, what about speaking of Ireland? Do you know where's the sham? You know where's the sham? Galway's a sham. I haven't been to Galway. It's a sham. Sham. We're gonna get abused with that. Lie. I think a lot of people love Galway. Lie. It's you know what? It's a sham. Why? That's my mean, tourist gay. My Maggie Quinn's tourist gay. The Galway sham. sham. <laughs> 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 it's just a sham. It's, ah, it's just you know what? Limerick kicks Galway's hole. Every day of the week. There you go. Quote what me on that. Right. I'm going to quote you. And so, right, McGregor fight. Did you watch it? I did watch it. What was the verdict? Well, I'm going to ask what was your verdict? You knocked the fuck out practically. Uh, did, I didn't call it, but I, di- I did say that it could have went that way. The only thing was I didn't expect Connor not to be able to check the fucking calf kicks. I think, I think he should have went out on top personally. That's my opinion. Um. Yeah. Well, he's a fighting man. He's. Oh, I don't know. I think now that he's like he's gonna be going back to bet like we small fights. No, but see, that's the thing. It it doesn't make a difference because Khabib's not Khabib's not coming back. So it's going to be Chandler against Dustin, and probably it's it's could be McGregor against Tony maybe. So they Me? really nothing really changed. Now, if Hooker would have beat Chandler, it would have been a wee bit different. But it, and and Khabib's still not back, so nothing really changes. What what McGregor should do is just fight Diaz for the third time because it's going to be the big money maker. Um, like anybody wants to fight McGregor, though he's the big money fighter. Oh, he? everybody wants to fight McGregor. Yeah, so like McGregor's got his pick. He just needs to think. But no, I was just interested. I don't want to rant on because I know obviously there's people who listen to this and go, "Who the fuck are these people?" But yeah. I was just interested in your general. Yeah, no, I think I think Connor's Connor's game plan was 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 just totally wrong. Um, even in the run up and uh, an embedded, Mike Brown, Dustin's coach, said Connor's got a very wide stance and he leaves his front leg forward. And you're like, right? So that everybody knows that. So he's just literally said we're going to target the front leg, and 
like like they knew he would, but Connor never even tried to check any of them, so he probably thought, I'll take these kicks because I know I'm going to knock him out. Yeah. And it looked like he had him at the end of the first, but he never went in for the he kill. He definitely won the first round. Oh, yeah, yeah. But it looked like he and had him at the end of the first. He, he never went for the kill, so I think, his, uh, I think his leg was hurt from really fucking early, like really early in the first round. Yeah. Um, Even the second round, though, like he, he was catching his yeah. kicks and he was doing well. It just seemed like whenever Dustin Poirier got in, yeah. he fucking went for it. Like. See, the other thing about Dustin is Dustin, there's a, it used to be on Netflix, there's a documentary called Fightville or Fighterville. Um, and Dustin's in it and he's about 17 or 18 in the documentary. And it's yeah. it starts him like fighting in cattle marts against like 40 year old men and just all about his drive <laughs> and his drive. And you have to you have to admire the man because he's came from like less than nothing, and he's had so many setbacks. He's got beat so many times at the start of his career, but he always just per- persevered and kind of stuck at it. So you, you know, even though like you love to see Connor win in the big stage because you know just Irish black Irish, but yeah, you can't hold against Dustin. And I think a lot of Irish fans too at the same time, Dustin would be up there with one of their more favorite fighters because he's he is he is an underdog and he's the ultimate underdog story. Other than yeah. Connor, like Connor's may as well be an underdog too, a plumber. From being a plumber to a fucking millionaire stroke, probably will be a billionaire at some stage if he keeps investing the way he's going. So, yeah, it's mad. Yeah. Uh, fuck no, I was just curious, right? And um, you had a question about fitness or something for me, didn't you? Oh yes, yes. So got chatting to people during the week, um, and we were talking about diets and sustainability of diets. And the person that we were chatting to was like, "Oh, he knew a guy that trained with you and said that the fucking results were unbelievable." But he spoke about, uh, he said, oh, no, he couldn't sustain the diet. And I was like, well, was he training with Tony long-term or what was he doing? He goes, no, 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 he was training, he was doing a transformation and he just wanted to get in the best neck of his life. And then that's when I was kind of trying to explain about, yes. you know, there's a difference in a, in a diet that's going to get you in the best shape of your life for one certain week, two weeks, three week period, or there's a diet that's going to have you in the best shape of your life 12 months yeah. in the year you know, you know that sort think, of way yeah I think I think honestly this is like the new calorie deficit word like yeah. you see every PT throwing around the word calorie deficit now every PT is thrown around the word sustainability is like yeah. a selling point yeah right and the reason I never throw it out is because see when people talk about sustainable diet and means you're going to diet all year round which exactly. is fucking gonna stock balls yeah which is what a 15 year old girl does when she doesn't have a ball day about that and yeah uh, a diet technically should actually not be sustainable because you don't want to be able to sustain it. You want to yeah. go, this is tight. This is going to be six to eight weeks, yeah. 10 of slowly manipulating calories. First, honestly, see if I don't spell week that or any of my clients, the first six weeks is a walk in the park. Yeah. Six to eight starts, you start to feel the pinch and last four, it's crunch time, Joe. But by that yeah. stage, you've already got abs, you're already lean. The results are there and you're just putting the icing on the cake. But I think it's one of these things where like the people are throwing around that word sustainability just to sort of get that in there but it's a case of that clad for prime example won't have stayed long enough to build habits so like for example like i'll do meal plan for the first 68 to 10 and 12 weeks depending on what a person wants yeah if you're wanting to be in the best night of your life you're staying meal plan the minute you're done that or the minute you're you're finished your dating phase i swap you to macros i swap you to to education we start building it. don't get me wrong education's built throughout but yeah 
it, it's more so a case of right now we got the result how do we keep it whereas what a lot of people do is they do like I, the, this is definitely a while back because my average retention rate now is about nine to twelve months so like it oh, this this, this is this is good for years ago like but yeah, i think he only i think he, he the guy literally went to you and say january and goes i want to be in the best shape of my life yeah for may or july or something like going away on holidays or something yeah because then what happens is you get this name as a coach that like your dad's not sustainable and this person rebounded all the way on the thing is that person just didn't actually give me enough time to build their metabolism up no well i don't think he's rebounded at all to be honest i think it's just um the 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 clean yeah, the you know the dialed in nature yeah you know but cause, then because i treat people dad and like not show like shows but a case of what's going to get this person the best result possible is it going to be macros or a plan? it's going to be a made plan so you're getting that that's yeah. what's going to get us the best result if there's an issue we walk around it. but it's one of these things where like i fucking hate like i don't get me wrong I, like do you have to be able to sustain this approach all year round so but you're not going to be on a meal plan for life you're not going to be dating for life. Like it's this idea of oh sustainability and like Tony, you start like I've heard somebody say you star people. I was like, I don't even bring like fucking females below like thirteen, fourteen hundred. Like I was like, that's not fucking that low at all. Yeah, no. And it's a case of uh, it's one of these things where like it's like the new fucking cherry in the block. Like it's just it, like the people assume that you can't stand shape if you're not eating. Like look at like I'm not being like look how many like I would say I've had out every night since I've got here, right? But I've hit my calories. Yeah, and that, that is that sustainable? No, I shouldn't be eating that much. But the thing is, my shape's carrying over, and I've still got abs. I've still got because I built up my calories. I think most people don't give themselves enough time to build up calories, and then the reason it's not sustainable is because they don't actually get the end result, and then they don't spend time just building their metabolism, incrementing calories upwards. Because like me eating five thousand five hundred calories isn't isn't sustainable to some people. But the yeah. thing is, it's just wherever you, wherever it matters enough, and I'm going to fucking do it or if not. Yeah. Uh, but it's also different. It's also different. People's looking for something different out of everything. You know, if you're looking for a, a body transformation, I know that I don't really like the term. But if you go to if if you have a client goes to you and goes, Tony, I've fucking I've eighteen weeks, I've twenty weeks. I want to transform my body in twenty weeks, and then that yeah. we're done. That's that's your 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 job is to transform job. them in twenty weeks. His yeah, job I is to like the rebound. Yeah, Joe, my job is make sure that person will rebound too. So usually, what yeah. you'll do there then is you'll cut that, and if it's eighteen weeks, you cut that in four weeks out, build their calories up, and that way they will rebound. It's just that idea that when people leave, they just bounce. Yeah, just well, that's the difference between yourself and like the the, camper, the, yeah. the twelve week physique guys who fucking water manipulate like fuck to get a picture taken at the end. No, that's ridiculous. I think as well when you stress more about the picture. It makes it look shitter. Like ninety percent of my clients, it's like it's just checking. It's checking photos too. Like they're just yeah. Aye. That's what they're sending me a check, and I just line up and go. I'm just gonna post these because these look good. Yeah, that's 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 it. Like it's not like go put on like a nice pair of necks and pump up for me and take some nice angles. That's not the fucking. Aye. Do you know what I mean? Aye, that's not what it's about. But I think, uh, like, don't get me wrong, we're gonna do photo shoots in summer for the lot, like some of the losses and stuff. But like, even at that, like, I'm still gonna share their checking photos so people can see, like, this is her real transformation and this is the photo shoot. Yeah, yeah. Just show, like, some people are getting bluffed by that as well because they're like, getting photoshopped and all. But no, I was just interested in that because it's not that I would like strike a nerve. It's just I'm fucking sick of that sustainability shit. Like a dad, like people yeah. dad and people for a fucking seven or eight months is ludicrous. Yeah, it's tight. Like. It's just, would you rather I, like I had a client come to me from another coach right and she was on 1500 calories she wanted to get this last bit of body fat off and she wasn't 
gay, Stamps was gay. Like it was there, right? He wouldn't bring you lower because he said that wasn't sustainable. Like it was completely understandable. Are you hungry? No, I feel stuffed on fifteen hundred calories. Right? Let's. Is your hormones? You, you in a period? Yes. Right. Let's go lower to fourteen hundred. Boom. No bar. She want to lose another pound or two. Let's go thirteen hundred. Yeah. No bar. Two or three weeks later, and then she lost a couple of pounds. I think she lost like fucking half stone in three weeks or something. And that was the diet phase done. And now she's two thousand five hundred calories, like twelve, fourteen weeks later, whatever it is. And like she's better doing them two to three weeks with just a wee tiny touch lower. Yeah. And then enjoying the rest of her year with higher calories, building more tissue, than in this like middle ground, just so a coach doesn't feel like he's doing like he's he's nervous and gives somebody hears how many calories she's on. Yeah, like mini cuts. A lot of people live by the mini cut fear, you know. As you yeah. go, you know, refeed yourself, get your calories back up, and then when time comes, do slight wee mini cuts in between just to keep your you know, if it is a wee vanity four weeks. No, if it is, you know, you, you know, it's fine. Get a wee bit of the water, right? Get a wee bit of fucking, get a wee bit of the, you know, get a couple oh, of wee veins showing. What veins? When uh, well, you rocking the O'Neill shorts, too? When when are you uh, when are you when are you going to start reversing? What do you mean cutting? Aye. Uh, well, I had a chat with Joe last night and or Thursday, and. He was quite keen on me holding 15 stone now for the next two months at least. Fuck. So I have to hold 95 kilos and slowly let the muscle mature because this is a main thing as well. We had this conversation and like people bulk and cut, uh, but there needs to be maintenance stages. It's like business, like everything. You need to let the tissue mature. Like see the muscle that comes on you. You, you, your, your body's not gaining homeostasis. Your body will want to drop that tissue like immediately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, so if, whenever you cut, you literally, that's why people look the bulk and cut and they look the same. It's because they don't want to let their body go, right, this is staying here. This is, this is for uh, life. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so I have to hold now from, it was from December 29th or 30th, if I hit that weight. And now it's 20 something January. And he's looking to hold that till least middle of March, I think. Which is actually more of an annoying thing because you're sort of going. Like, I feel like I'm not moving forward because the weight's not going up. You're not going down. You're staying yeah, the same. That's a real psychological game, then. Yeah, bingo. It's just like every part of it, though. It's all psychological because you're like, "Fuck, I." I should but that that'll be a different type time. of thing because it's like I'm not progressing. I'm not going. I'm not going backwards. I have to just stay here. Yeah, whereas I think if you just like I just fucking love the process of it. So yeah. like I just enjoy weights, I enjoy the grub, I just enjoy the lifestyle. So like that's sound then that doesn't bother me. You tell me what to do. I will I just go to him because he goes, Oh, are you happy with that? Or do you want it? And I goes, Whatever you think will do absolutely give me the best result in a year, that's what we'll roll with. And then once we spend them two months, we'll see how much body fat I still have left. Cause if you stay the same weight for three months and you're training hard. Yeah, and you're eating really well, obviously with the Big Macs and that. But you're hitting your calories, and weight's not changing. You're gonna slightly get leaner. Oh yeah, yeah. And you're gonna get slightly harder, not in the cock and the muscle. For anybody listening, um, I'd say yours isn't even working anymore. Does it? Well, lot calories. I cock. I haven't seen it over my belly in about fucking four months now. Lads. the toy shop. Do you ever see that thing? The toy shop's gone. I always slag my dad with that. Lad. When he gives me stick, I always go, "When's the last time you've seen the toy shop?" And he cracks up. <laughs> yeah, that's what you can caption this one. Uh, the, the toy, toy shop. shop. The Tony's toy, toy shop. shop. <laughs> Mickey and Tony's Tony's toy shop. <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, it's one of these things where I was going to start talking about a fucking cock there, right? Wait there. You thought the name of the <laughs> uh, I've been out here in Dubai, strung up, so wait there. Uh, oh, I was going to say, all right. Well, no, that. what do you call it? Uh, 
Mickey, I'm lost. <laughs> Sorry, help. Started chatting about your cock, the Tony's toy shop. But here. I'm so small. What about. What about the. Is he not worried about the blood sugar levels? Oh, uh, Or if you. By you holding. Should it. Uh, like saddle itself? Should it kind of. Then go regulate. But yeah. I, me and him had a chat about this. When I'm going back, I'm getting my bloods done because he is 99% sure, and I am too, that he just said, like, that that can't be right like he was like you might be getting an early thing but he actually thinks that it's to do with the amount of stress he thinks that my cortisol levels are actually slightly off up like yeah yeah like a raised slightly yeah. during the yeah from workload he thinks so he thinks cortisol has been slightly raised from even like i know it sounds mad he thinks even from like last year when i used to work in the fire service and work this and then try and manage other stuff he thinks that I've actually lived in like a fight or flight mode for that long that my cortisol raised. Yeah. And he actually thinks it's just starting to slowly lower. And he says that that's the reason why my blood sugar could be off. Cause he said that my checking photos, I'm going to be honest, if I sent you them, like they don't like with the weight gain I'm gaining, they don't correspond with the blood sugar. Like you would expect somebody who's gaining that blood, have blood sugar, maybe the last week or two, maybe. Yeah. But like I've, I've had that blood sugar for, for months. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, technically, I should have been gaining more fat than tissue, whereas I was gaining more tissue than fat for a long time there. So, it's only now that I'm probably up around this weight that I have to dial back. Like, my rest and heart rate was elevated. It's just to let your body get away. That's probably more. why your sleep was bad, too. Yeah, exactly. That's why I'm more tired all the time now. Because yeah. sleep when your sleep quality drops, you need more quality to make up for it, which yeah. is shite. Like, but it's one of these things where it's just I have to hold, and then we're going to. Depending on where my bloods come back, where the cortisol is, where my insulin sensitivity really is, depending on like where my appetite is, depending really me the main factors, depending how I look, uh, will depend on whether we push up towards sixteen or whether we tidy Jesus up. Jesus Christ! Yeah, but I think I need to be one hundred five. Like, I think I need to be about se- I think I need to be about sixteen sixteen stone eight before I is that one hundred and five kilo sixteen stone eight? Yeah, in round that. I think I need to be in round about 105 kilos to then cut to be competitive to like a to to like a standard where I would go. I'm coming on stage here and I'm gonna do very 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 well. Like at least yeah. I don't want to be coming on stage and doing some wank show where there's two people in it and it's Joe. If I do decide to compete, like I'm not saying I'm need it, but it's a nice goal for me to almost set and go. If I want that, that's the that's the look I want anyway. Yeah. I want to look like a pro physique athlete. Yeah. So. I can aim for that and then if I want to actually compete in it when the time comes I can't yeah Joe because that's sense. the standard I think I'll have to lose about 15 to 20 kilos from whenever I go up to 105 so you're probably coming down to 85, 90 anyway fuck you'll have the way you spin bike out again oh my god don't even talk about the spin bike there'll be some fuck Q&A's that. done then shite I fucking hate cardio it sucks balls <laughs> there'll be some Q&A's done then See the gravy that drips off me. I mean, I'd be on the bike maybe thirty seconds, and I'd be dripping. It's yeah, gonna be way worse now. I'd oh uh, would you would you not be finding when you're even walking around Dubai that you can you know your your yeah, body's yeah, heat up PM. very fast. Yeah, because like I don't mean to sound like oh, but like there's not a whole lot of people at my height walking around at fifteen stone. No, that's not completely fat as fuck. No, but I I imagine this is what it's like if you're fifteen stone at my height and you're fat as well. But muscles a lot harder to carry. What about like, stairs? Yeah, like stairs are we would no, they're not tight, but a case of I sound like I'm actually. But you know what I find if I'm walking long distances, I get a wee bit sore in the lower back. But I actually notice that like my shins get sore because the weight. Oh, because it's all front weight. 
Yeah, like, like I'm top heavy, like I've like got no legs. Head. I mean, what? Uh, um, <laughs> it's it's one of these things where like you notice small things. Like I would be like more inclined to sleep more. I would be more out of breath more. If there's anything fucking, I'll not talk about anything sexual. Fuck, I'd be knackered. Like, but a case of like, it's that sort of thing where you don't realize it until you go to do cardio or like, do you know what? My, my mobility is. Shocking. I was going to say, like, what's it like? Put on socks. Oh my god, it's shite. Your gut gets in the way and all. That's just. <laughs> I sound like I'm a fat cunt. I ain't got this. It's just a weight. Like, I can feel my chest and all. Like, and it's it's one of these things where, like, the boys watch me put on my socks now and they're like, You haven't got, like, you've got abs. It doesn't make any sense. But uh, it's a case of when your body's not used to it. Like, see if I turn around to grab, like, my, like, whenever I turn around to grab the seatbelt in the car we're driving, like, I actually can sometimes feel a cramp coming on my oblique. So, uh, yeah. Which yeah. is ridiculous. But it's a case of your body, like, that's extra weight on that muscle turning around. It's tight. Joe, I'm not obviously doing mad mobility routines because that's just me being honest. I don't really do them, which I should. That would definitely help growth and stuff. But uh, and I'd, I'd use excuses like, "Oh, I'm busy and stuff." It's I'm just lazy with mobility. There's yeah. no point being around the bush. I uh, don't think a whole lot of people like doing. I'm also sitting in an office. Day. My job's office bound, so that adds up. So, uh, like Joe, I, I do feel the knock-on effects, and like, trust me, it's not like a it's not like a pleasant feeling. I don't think a whole lot of people would enjoy. It, it's uh, just because I've yeah. been here multiple times at different weights. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I remember when I pushed up, was it a year, 18 months ago, two years ago now, maybe? I went from 11 stone four, which is 70 kilos the whole way to 90. Jesus and Christ. In, in one straight push, no mini cut. So I went from 11 stone four to, to 14 five. And I was one fat bastard. But the thing is, I was big, Mickey. Like I was big. Like, Are you the, the biggest man in Yuri? No, I mean fucking roly poly. I went out. I'm, I no joke. The boys in the fire service used to call me. Uh, they were joking around. They called me Kim because the size of my arse got. I went up two fire tunics and I went up two trouser sizes. I was five foot fuck all wearing extra large trousers. How did you get up the ladder? Oh my god, it was a mess. I used to. I remember we went to a fire call right, and the God, God bless. Like for the case, of, we went up this high rise right, and it was like oh, it was only like five stories. That like, wasn't even that high. Um. It was supposed to be a fire, and it was uh, it was a gas leak. But somebody actually killed themselves. God, God, like bless. And I'm sorry to hear that and all that. But a case of I came down the stairs, and another pump was coming, and one of them came over and goes, "Holy fuck! It must be really fire like." Because you were sweating. And he, I goes, yeah, because the amount I had sweat going up the five stars, he thought I was in a full-on fucking blaze. Like. <laughs> and I goes, nah, mate, I haven't been in. And I goes, it's not even a fire. And he goes, why are you sweating so much? And I goes, stars, man. <laughs> You're fucking worst, worst fire, man. Oh, my God, brutal. <laughs> That's what I had to leave. They would have kicked me out. Oh, fuck. <laughs> we'll have to wrap her up. Have you any questions? Are you all good, big man? Well, I was, I was going to touch on your mate that owns the gym, but we'll we'll leave that all day. Just the, the latest oh, updates on it. Don't even ask. I think he's lost his mind, but, you know. Long gone. Fair play, though. At least he's sticking to his guns, you know. He's not yeah. a, fr- you know, shit's hitting the fan. He's still batting down. He's doubling down. Same. Yeah. Signing things in blood and everything. Fucking what a guy. Fair play to him. Right. Thank you very much for tuning in. I would say um, I would say rate the fucking podcast, but we've got one extra rating. Out of the like, fucking all the listeners. We got one extra User. rating, but our listenership's what? gone way up. What a lazy bastard. I know. Just go on to Apple Podcast, guys. Fucking rate the podcast. Give Tony shit in the comments on it. 
Yeah, nope. actually, if you if we can get a really good comment in there, I'll, I'll I don't know. We'll think of giving away something for free, like a hoodie or uh, yeah, yeah, a training but, plan or something. You know, something yeah. we'll see what the I'll rate is. you a training plan. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> right, guys, chat later. Bye.